4: 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You always follow the, follow, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah,
5: yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. Up now and new at VSIN.com. Good article. Matt Eumann's midseason betting awards in the NFL. Adam Kramer looks ahead to the new college football playoff rankings And Josh Applebaum breaks down the three NFL games, getting early action. It's great. It's up. It's new at vcin.com. David Purdom joins us now. Does an excellent job with ESPN Chalk and ESPN.com. A must-follow on Twitter. And he joins us to talk about two great stories that happened over the weekend. He's got two great articles up as well on ESPN, and follow him on Twitter again. So the UFC UFC fights under investigation after suspicious betting detected can you take us through the story here of Minner, and then the word leaked out, and it was the, the his opponent took big money, money poured in on the under prop as well with the rounds, and a guy entered the fight uh, uh, compromised, and it only lasted a minute. If you can take it away, please, and set it up.
6: Yeah. Uh, so if we, to use your subtitle, follow the money here. If there was something going on. Uh, there was massive amounts of money that started flowing in at sportsbooks. Uh, you know, late to mid-afternoon on Saturday before this fight that started at about 8 p.m. Eastern time, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific, Pacific. People were betting uh, the favorite, uh, Shailon Dordandika. Uh They were betting him to win. They were betting him to win in the first round by knockout, mm. and they were betting the fight to go under two and a half rounds. The fight starts. The, uh, the underdog, Menner comes out there and starts throwing kicks. He looks like he may be a little bit suspect on his knee he goes down within a minute and the fight is stopped knockout uh books got crushed the really thing that surprised me here was the scope of how much money was able to get down i mean these were kind of lesser known fighters i had never heard of them before and then when i started talking to people there was upwards of you know a dozen u.s books that got hit there was also this money spread into the offshore world and into the paperhead credit local shops. We're talking six-figure payouts almost everywhere. We oh. have some larger ones, too. Um, so there was some significant, significant money uh, that came down here, and people are suggesting, well, okay, was this just something that information got out that this fighter was compromised and people capitalized on it before the books? Or is there something even more nefarious here and, and the fix was in it? Yeah.
7: So my guess is then, David, uh, based on what you just said, I mean, some of these books are not going to be taking like huge limits on a f- fight like this. So, I mean, if they're taking six-figure losses, though, the, <laughs> the, news, the news got out. And plenty enough people knew enough to get down on that to create that big of a loss then.
6: That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, okay, so limits are going to be pretty small. This is an undercard. You're not going to be able to get that much down. But the more and more I talked, it was just incredible. And some guys, a little bit of a funny side note, you know, some people attacked it and put it in parlays, right? And they tried to hide it, kind of what they were doing. And some one one better went through it and put some money line parlays uh, with the, these the bets on the fight, and they money line parlayed it to the the Bills against the Jets, who of course lost. So that's huh. a little bit of. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of karma there but um yeah they they went uh, far beyond uh, just little straight bets there was there was parlays involved here and there were some big payouts
5: i i have questions about his team right and who's if you're compromised and you're injured why are you stepping into the octagon yep. and then if you have a leg injury why do you start off with a couple kicks
6: that's one of the biggest questions i have but you know these fighters they get a a, a purse for showing, right? They get, no matter what you show up, you get a purse, and then if you win, you get extra. So if you need the money, maybe you try to fight through an injury. But if you're legitimately going out there to compete and try to win and mm-hmm. you know you have a bad leg, the last thing I would be doing is coming out and throwing kicks. I would be trying to get to the ground as soon as possible and grapple, which is what this guy was known for, too. So uh, the strategy was a little bit uh, odd as well.
5: A lot of layers to this. How about Minner's manager? Can you fill us in on that story and his background?
6: Yeah, one of his trainers, James Krauss, is kind of a known sports bettor. He openly talks about his betting. He uh, runs a popular podcast and a Discord channel that you know you could buy a subscription to or he will give out his picks. Um, and he is very open about it. And It's kind of unique because just a couple weeks ago, the UFC announced a policy that prohibits uh, teams and fighters uh, from betting on UFC, so uh, we'll have to kind of see how that plays out. But he is definitely James Kraus is definitely a character in this story, and a lot of people are pointing fingers at him.
5: Uh, but uh, also on October seventeenth, the new rule went in place though, where UFC fighters and their teams no longer allowed to bet.
6: Correct, correct. So we'll have to see how that plays out. We don't have any proof of anything that. Uh, James Krause or, yeah. or Minner uh, placed any bets. We, we don't know that, uh, but if that is against the rules, and we know for a long time that the, bettors, or excuse me, yes. the fighters that were allowed to do that. Now, Nevada Gaming Control has a rule that it puts the onus on the sports books. They're supposed to be the ones, hey, if you think somebody is is, is fighting or betting on a fight that they are involved in, uh, then you are not supposed to take that wager. That's really difficult to do, right? We had Mm -hmm. that situation with Charles Barkley in the Celebrity Golf Tournament. Yes, Uh, He bet on himself to finish in the top 75 and eventually uh, Caesars had to rescind the bet because of that regulation put in place. So uh, the books are not supposed to take bets, but how do you know? You're not going to know some trainer who you, mm-hmm. you're not going to recognize and then walks up to the window and does this. So it's, it's very, very difficult to stop. Um, and yeah. In terms of you know, leaking out information, gosh, you, know, you don't even know if there is a, a legal issue with that. If you are a trainer and you know your fighter is, uh, is compromised and you tell a couple of buddies about it, I'm not sure that's against the law, so uh, it, it's it's going to be very, very difficult to to try to check into and, and you know evaluate mm-hmm. and, and prohibit from happening.
5: I had another thought too. So the the manager for Minner. So if David Purdom, you know a guy from ESPN or a reporter reaches out to me and this is what there's there's smoke where there's fire. You know if, if I'm being accused of this or there's. You know, rampant speculation. I come out and get, immediately get back. That is outrageous. No way we would do that. It took some time to get back, and it was fairly an innocuous response to, to the to the text, right?
6: Yeah. Uh, my, my partner on this story, Mark Walland, a uh, really good USC reporter, he, he reached out to the manager of this, and he was like, he said he was oblivious to it. He had no idea any of this was going on, and uh, it was a little bit, you know, did not provide any clarity Uh, to the situation for sure and then Kraus we reached out to Kraus as well uh, the coach and the the better uh, and he did not respond so uh, we have not heard from him uh, at at all but he's definitely a character in the story
7: so at this point of uh, you know this stage of the process David how serious do you think this is and if you had to make a prediction what do you think happens in the end
6: Well, it's very serious. Um, You know, an integrity group, U.S. Integrity, got involved. Uh, Sportsbooks started reaching out to them, and they kind of were the hub and to lead the investigation. They went around and called a bunch of different sportsbooks and started gathering information. Uh, They sent out a thorough analysis to state regulators and sportsbooks uh, that was pretty thorough that we obtained and looked it through. Um, So there's definitely something that people are going to look at, UFC, uh, released a statement. They said they're going to use Don Best. Uh, we, we're all familiar with the, uh, the, the odds mm-hmm. provider at service uh, to, to kind of look through things. Um, I've already looked through Don Best and looked at the odds and how they moved. I mean, the favorites odds in the three hours leading up went from minus 200 to minus 440. Uh, that's pretty much unheard of from what I've heard. Yeah. And that's what really kind of made the uh, sportsbooks get really suspicious. When they moved those lines so aggressively, expressively, the, the uh, first round, these guys were, you know, moving them $3 or something, and you were still betting them relentlessly, uh, no matter what the price was. There People you were go. betting it like they knew what was going to happen. So in terms of some sort of prediction, um, I, I do think this has legs. I do think we'll get further investigation and further stuff will come out about this, uh, what that will be again. Uh, there's mixed opinions out there. Some bookmakers think uh, they just, uh, the information leaked that this guy was hurt, they better stick advantage yeah. of it. Others people think something more nefarious happened. And there was some sort of manipulation of this
5: match. Great answer. Great article. Didn't care what the odds were still betting it. And on a busy Saturday in college football on, on two guys you never heard of in a UFC fight uh, as mm-hmm. well. Uh, one other story you wrote about two minutes left, sir. It was a classic pros versus Joe's Tennessee against Georgia. A lot of bookmakers were wondering when is the Georgia money coming? And then bam, it popped Friday
6: Pop Friday, you know, Thursday, I it was, Users and they had like almost 90% of the money that was wagered on the point spread was on the underdog volunteers, Tennessee plus eight, eight and a half. The line got down to seven and a half on Friday. Friday morning, uh, big bet comes in at Caesars, $100,000 on UGA. 30 minutes later, $360,000 bets on UGA. I was starting to get texts. Another bookmaker in Atlantic says well, we just took 200K from a sharp guy on UGA, uh, you know, So all this money flows in on Georgia within 24 hours. Again, Thursday, 90% of the money is on Tennessee. 24 hours later, it's like 70 percent's on UGA. So it completely flipped, and it continued into Saturday leading up to kickoff. Uh, several books just said sharp money continued, continued, continued. Uh, a lot of people said this was one of the biggest examples of those pros versus Joe's games, as the cool kids mm-hmm. call them, where all the professionals are on one side and all the public bettors are on the other side. And this is one of the biggest examples
7: of the season. For well, sure. and, and there you go. That's why they're professionals, right? They knew how this game was going to go. They knew that the public was going to be all over Tennessee all week long. And eventually there was going to be a buy-in point. And they waited until Friday. And then, bam, here came the avalanche. And they were spot on. Uh, you're awesome to talk to. You do a great job for ESPN Chalk, David. And you can follow him on Twitter. He is at David Purdom. Thank you for the time today, sir. We appreciate that.
6: Thank you, guys. Always good to talk to you. Have a good one.
7: Great yeah. article. Yep. My God. Why is the information getting out? Why is Right, right. See and what you his answer and how you backsold that is exactly right. It didn't matter the price. Yeah. That reminds me of the Toledo scandal. That's right. Daiwaka doesn't doesn't wait, matter. wait a
5: second. It's a whole different line across doesn't, the street. I don't, I don't care. care. I don't care. I don't care.
7: Yep. Yeah. We'll run uh win some, lose some is coming up next. Paulie will run down some of the huge upsets we had last night in college basketball.
4: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
8: Hey, Sarah,
0: I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well.
6: This
5: is Follow the Money on VCN. Ball Sports in full swing, Bet Rivers Online Sports. Book your home, all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether it's football, hockey, or basketball, they have you covered. Great promotions, great house specials. Tuesday is hockey first goal insurance. Sunday is football parlay insurance. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app today at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Great to talk to David Purdom. That is a wild story. But again, I am a casual UFC fan. I only know the big names. And these are two fighters I've never heard of. Okay? And guess, how about the timing? It's the same time as this fight, as Tennessee-Georgia's winding down, Alabama-LSU's getting ready to to start, and Clemson and Notre Dame. On the biggest Saturday of the season in college football. Two guys you never heard of. And the markets are going crazy, and people are betting this UFC fight like they have tomorrow's newspaper. And as David said, which is the best line, uh, I don't care what the price is. We don't care what the price is. We're betting under. We're betting him to win in the first round, and we're betting against this guy $2 up to four forty with a crazy college football card on a Saturday, right? And then how does it get out? Which I'll go along with. I think David's got it about it was just info coming out and, and – But how does that get out? It has to be from the guy's camp that he's hurt. How's that coming out spreading like wildfire about what's going on? And immediately, that's the other thing about some guys using the F word and the other business, about he comes in, he's got a leg injury, and he goes right with the leg kicks. And the thing's over in a minute, and that was all she wrote. Oh, God. Wild story. Again, read David Purdom on ESPN.com. Time for win-lose. Win Some, Lose Some
6: is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! holly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some,
5: Lose Some. Football up first, likely first touchdown plus 950. I like the design of that plate. Well done. It was. Ravens to win between 13 and 18 points, 7-1 at Bet Rivers. Ravens to win both halves, plus 340. Ravens to score first and win, plus 180. Islanders score in the first 10. No, 11-2 run. Vancouver over first period, 11-1 run. Wow. And here comes your college hoops with a bang. Sam Houston money line, 11-1. Beat Oklahoma on a three late. Stetson money line 14 to one beat Florida State Florida Gulf Coast 15 to one blew out USC Wagner 12 to one one at Temple Southeast Missouri State was five to one Quinnipiac I can't ever say that Quinnipiac four to one on the money line beat Rhode Island What a night with all the games and the who and the up and upsets and everything
7: how about the TCU. There wasn't even a money line on that game. Yeah. So they were what, favored by 35 and a half points yes. and at one point they were down by 20 and they came <laughs> back to eventually win late by one? Yeah, impossible. Oh man. 35 point favored, down 20.
5: NBA. Dogs 13 and 2 last night in the association. Everyone played. They want you to get out and vote today. Hornets Wizards under 221 down to 214. 108 to 100. The Monday night game under 49 down to 45 and a half. Uh, Isle College Hoops, Cal State Fullerton, San Diego State over, 131 up to 136, 80 to 57. Marshall over, 162 up to 168, fell 165. Manhattan VCU under, 138 down to 133, 73 to 56. Air Force Bowling Green under, 142 down to 135, 62 to 58. Indiana Moorhead State over, 134 up to 139, 88 to 53. And Chattanooga Charleston over, 152 up to 158 and a half, 85 to 78. Subscribe, be part of the team. v Pro, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these videos and these tweets. Look at that. That is Switzerland. What a scene that is. Going down the street. Look at that. That is scenic. Beautiful. A mountain right there. And then you see right down the street, snow. Do you ever want to go there? You don't
7: like to fly. Nah. No. No? Well, how long is the flight? Hey, 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 oh. get that too long. I'm going to guess can't 10, 12 hours at Passed. least. Pass. You're going to pass? Look at it on photos instead, Instagram? <laughs> uh, looks amazing. <laughs> right. That does look good. Do you ever good. go skiing, being <laughs> from Minnesota?
5: No, uh, I would fall. No, I fell down all the time. Oh, oh man. No, it, was, it's, it
7: wasn't easy for me to pick up. Snowboarding all that, really? I, I imagine, yeah. It's going to yeah. be
5: difficult. Yeah. No. No, I'm not going.
7: I always wanted to go snowboarding. I've told my, I told my wife okay. like 10 years, let's go snowboarding sometime. I do it for my birthday. It falls in the wintertime. She's never done it. People who do do it say, Mitch, at your age, don't even think about it. You're going to be destroyed the next day. Sure. I, I, and I'm like, I, yeah, you're probably yeah, right.
5: Absolutely. This was after their win. They had a big lead and it got hairy. They had to win in overtime. Mike Leach, Mississippi <laughs> State coach. <laughs> sit back and enjoy.
4: You know, instead of playing hard and getting a first down and getting a play, then, you know, you want <clears throat> to sit behind a, a a uh, shade tree, eat a fish sandwich, and uh, drink a lemonade with your fat little girlfriend. <laughs> a, oh, boy. So
5: things are going well? Oh, and everybody out. He's always clearing. Ah! Ah! You ever notice that? He's always clearing his throat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fat little girlfriend, fish sandwich. Yeah. He is something. Okay. Lose some. Rockets magic under 230 down to 224. Not even close. 134 to
7: 127. Okay. Okay. Take it away. Rookie of the year. We will see sports books with uh, payouts. My prediction is by Thanksgiving. Bancaro, again, was awesome last night in the loss, but he's minus $7 to win the award. God. Whew. I have Matherin, who had his first poor game of the entire season last night, yeah. and I'm like, I have no Kelsey. chance going up against this guy. Thunder plus 2.5 went off the favorite, lost by 9 in
5: Detroit. T-Wolves nicks over 229 up to 235. Tough beat, too. It died. 120 to 107. Yeah, and by the
7: way, the Knicks oh.
5: blew them out last uh, night. Yeah, the big issues in Minnesota. Kings Warriors over, 230 up to 234. No good. Cavs Clippers under, 220 down to 212. 119 to 117. Bad beat, Cavs money line. Led by 13 with five minutes left, lost the game. Saints plus three down to one and a half. Lost by two touchdowns. Daltons lost 13 in a row in prime time. Iowa State, IUPUI over, 126 up to 131, 88-39. Wisconsin, South Dakota under, 142 to 137, 85-59. BYU, Idaho State over, 137 up to 142, 60-56. North Carolina, North Carolina Wilmington over, 146 up to 151, 69-56. One bad beat. Flames, Moneyline, 120, led 3-1 with 10 minutes left, lost in overtime to the Islanders. I want one lose some video. See uh, forgot the, forgot to lose some video. See this dog? I mean, sometimes you feel like this, right? Number
0: three.
5: Look at this. Coming out. All right. Had too much to eat. Went for a nice walk and bit. <laughs> Falls asleep. Face right into the pillow oh, yeah. on the couch. God, what a tough day he must have had. Win some lose presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet. Equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more. BetRivers.com. There you go. College basketball back. My God, the upsets.
7: Oh, incredible night. Yeah, I know. I mean, these 15, 16 to one shots already in week yeah. one, yeah. night one. So I was just told that uh, coming up later on this morning, we talked about this a lot on the show yesterday from Bob DeLuca, Crush Sports, yeah. who had all six entries on the Bills And uh, he is now out of Circus Survivor. And it was down to 123 entries. He had six left, and he went all in on Buffalo. He is going to be on a numbers game with Gil Alexander, the show that follows us right here on VEASAN, coming up at 11 Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. I can't wait to tune into that today. And uh, if you want to definitely hear him on with Gil today, go get the VEASAN app. Check it out there. iHeartRadio as well is another option. Uh, We got an email on this yesterday from uh, Dr. John who said, he basically said somebody should have been in his place, documenting all of this, like with video, like a live stream, a documentary, asking him, you know, just to get his emotions through the entire game. Did you hedge, and what? What are you? How are you operating throughout the entire game? Hey, at three hundred thousand worth of
5: equity, yeah. Yeah, Right. All the six entries. I can't stand the shove there. I hate the shove. How about this now? It could have worked. now now Alan now Alan might not even play Thanksgiving. That's right. in
7: play. That was always I mean this was that was always a possibility. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Well that's but that's the thing, though that everybody who was holding on to the bills uh huh now that could be quite, worked, quite yeah. the uh deal of a pickle to oh, be. Oh, I know. Juicy, my friend. I'm telling you, you're oh. you're so anti that move. Yeah, I would love to hear again, I brought this up yesterday. Derek's we're on very early, but Derek Stevens who owned this he loved it. He thought it was genius. I uh, yeah, I'm surprised by that. See what Palm says tomorrow. Yeah, Palm's Palm going to be in studio. Palm hated it. Yeah. From the get-go uh-huh. on so many levels. So he's going to be, again, that's mm-hmm. 11 Eastern today, 8 o'clock Pacific, right here on VEASAN. So um, I just can't wait to hear his response again to what happened. I think this thing is definitely going to go to Christmas now. Really? Yep. Okay, yeah, we've had a couple of weeks in a row where it kind of got you know it was off the rails for the what? first month and a half. Now it's back on the rails a little bit. <laughs> it's back Is
5: on the it, rails. Is it off They're the rails or to, on the rails? Uh, on the way. So yeah, yeah, you brought up a good point too. We got to get the we got to get the reality show something on Netflix with Evan. We have to get work that
7: out oh, too. Oh, don't even say that on the air. We need to keep that one. Uh, <laughs> docu- yeah, keep that confidential for now. Uh, yes, no playoff odds in the NFL and college football predictions for the committee rankings tonight. Up next.
5: This is Follow the Money on v Fall Ball sports. Well, my college basketball started. Now's the time to get your copy of the annual betting guide at 400 pages. Our biggest betting guide with odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis on every team. Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel provide the predictions for win totals, futures, conference champs, tournament teams, and a breakdown of all 60 coaching changes. The only way to get the guys to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just
7: $99. com slash subscribe. My projected top four tonight in the college football committee rankings, uh, it's going to look a lot like the actual AP and coaches, but I'm going to throw a wrinkle in at number four. Uh, I go one Georgia. Two Ohio State, Michigan, number three. And uh, I'm going to go Tennessee, number four, ahead of TCU. Wow. Yeah, I think wow. they still have a second you, SEC team in the top four.
5: So you threw this – I would go uh, uh, Michigan ahead of Ohio State. I can see that. They'll penalize them for they, – they, the I don't trust them to do that. Okay, fair. They're Ohio but State it, and Alabama play by different rules. The other thing, you, I threw out the LSU – you threw out the LSU scenario at me. Doesn't Tennessee block LSU – I mean, if there's a pecking order here and Tennessee gets into the clubhouse 11-1 and and the only loss is at Georgia, 27-13, they went to LSU and beat them by 27 points. In my opinion, yes. Yes. Okay.
7: But I don't know how they're going to look at that. Yeah. You're saying if LSU wins the SEC title with two losses. Right. They have put so much stock into these silly, just get rid of the title games. I've said that for years, because we that, don't need yeah, them, to a money grab. And who
5: knows, yeah, they're the best team in the country, and it's very impressive what they've done to destroy Oregon and Tennessee, but Georgia could go in and just like, what this, this is an exhibition game, what the hell do we care? Yep, We're in the what, playoff,
7: we're just playing for seeding, you know, and LSU catches them with their pants down. I love what Paul Stone said an hour ago. College football handicapper, he came on and said, based on my numbers, I have Georgia and Ohio State pretty even. But he, he said, I've also, you know, I'm human, I've watched Georgia go to a whole new level multiple times on the season. Different gear. Yeah, exactly right. That they do. So that he would make do. them like a two and a half. He said three was maybe a bit heavy, but maybe a two and a half point favorite over Ohio State right now. Yeah. And I can buy into that. I can't buy in at
5: any level to the Alabama thing. I mean, first things first, they need two LSU losses here just to get in the SEC title game.
7: Well, so. But we are going to hear, Paul. Oh, come on. We are going to hear, can the SEC get three teams in? In fact, it's already going so, on today. Yeah, I, I, that's that's shameful. shameful of course to it is. That. Shameful. Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. So the odds, uh, I think more books will post, I'm not so sure about today, tomorrow, though, after the rankings, I'm guessing more books will post uh, updated odds to make the playoff um, at William Hill slash uh, Caesars. The odds to make it, Georgia's minus $14. <laughs> the no is 750 Ohio State's minus 650 to get in, plus 425 to miss. Then the, the pecking order with the odds go Tennessee minus – see they're telling you here Tennessee minus 120 to get in, Michigan's plus 120, TCU is four to one, Oregon is now down to five to one. Big move on Oregon. Yep. You got to really like their chances if they beat you Utah, do. and now they're up to a, what a six point favorite in that game. Yeah. Got to love their chances. And I'm
5: telling you, I just the, the, I don't even see odds on them yet. But we've we, we've said this many times. Pat Forty's on tomorrow. Great covering college sports with Sports Illustrated. They are in. Dan Wetzel's been all over it for many years, Death of the BCS. Mm-hmm. They are all about brand name bias. Yes, they are. Don't tell me USC's not in this thing. Oh, if they go 12, a 12 and one, and 1 USC, yeah. I don't care what the Take, resume says. Right. Uh, and, and the other thing, how about brand name bias? Peekaboo. What if Ohio State beats Michigan in a thriller? And it's close. It's a three point game. And I, I don't agree with the odds, and I know some of it's liability, but Michigan plus 120? I mean, they were a big dog in that game against Ohio State, but if they play a classic 34-31, you well, can definitely make a case for Michigan,
7: too, if they're 11-1, and and that's their only loss. I mean, Paulie, to your point, right? If we're going to hear the case made for three SEC teams, which is just asinine to me, again, based on resumes this year, and I'm not, I don't care about power ratings. They've never been about power ratings. You, Somebody other than us needs to make the case for the possibility of two Big Ten teams. We we will never hear that. It better start. It it, it absolutely sh- yeah, it should it start tonight. Yeah, and I know uh, probably well, Clad and, and Gus will go to work too. What if but, what uh, if yeah they what if Michigan beats Ohio State on the road? Does that, that not does that knock Ohio State yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. I would say so too. Yes, but yeah, if it's it a close game and it's a it comes down to the wire or maybe even overtime and Michigan loses by like one two three points whatever, yeah. Should still be in the mix. Mm-hmm. They should have been ahead of
5: Clemson last week. The other thing with the with the crazy SEC scenario, then you're talking about the first time ever you're putting in a two-loss team. Yeah. That'd be one of them. right? And I, you can't get there with a 12-1 and Pac-12 and an undefeated Ohio State or Michigan? Ah, come on. Not to uh, mention we, with we, you. we can't dismiss TCU. I mean, they're underdogs, but they still have a chance as well, even though they're dogs well, against you Texas. Just,
6: but.
7: just based on this alone, the playoff, wouldn't you love to see TCU win this weekend? To put what a, a story. You want to talk about coming out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. What a story here. New coach, Patterson gone, Dykes takes over and, and running through the gauntlet here. Somehow, like these results, it, it just, they really can't continue, though, can it? They're I mean, going to lose. No, they're going to lose.
5: Yeah, they're losing. Great story, though. The other thing, too, if you looked at it, and I, I looked at it last week, and we can do more of it on tomorrow's show, what it would look like once we have the 12-team playoff, what this thing would look like. The two lanes in. So, and then yeah, what it happens be- with with these two lost teams and who
7: doesn't make the cut if you're talking about a 12-team playoff? Well, the two-lane game That's... this weekend is huge. Yeah. That opened up a pick Yeah. And I th- yeah, I'll double-check that actually right now. Get on the screen here. Um, so we have that going on tonight. Also, updated odds to make the playoffs in the NFL. We're both sitting here this morning looking at the AFC, uh, the standings, and how well the Jets are playing. You can grab them at plus money to make the playoffs. What am I missing here? Fill me in. You
5: guys can uh, tweet at us and uh, email, too. FTM at or tweet at us. How are the Jets' plus money to make the playoffs? With 6-3, with and three, and you still have nothing's a give me. I understand it's the NFL. But they still have the Bears, Jags, and Lions left. And they're all at home. Who knows what Miami does in Week 18. They go to Seattle. That's difficult. But they they, they play the Vikings. The Patriots. This, this is the great thing about the AFC East, though. If they lose their next game in New England, they're in last place. And the Patriots have the sweep over them, but the Jets already beat Miami. They beat Buffalo, and they're six and three with that schedule. You know, nine and eight's going to get you in, and they're plus money to make the playoffs.
7: I I I, I had to bet that yesterday. Plus plus one fifteen. Is it plus is it one twenty more about the faith the market has in other teams like the Chargers to win ten games, or the Patriots to overtake the Jets? Um, also with the Bengals, the Bengals have been again. I pointed this they're out good, yesterday. Right? They have been great at home, blowing teams out, but also consider the uh, um, opponents. Meanwhile, on the road, a yeah. little shaky. Sure. Well, they beat them. Tiebreaker. Bingo. That's big. Yeah. But Cincinnati's schedule's tough. It
5: is down the tough, stretch. Tough. And that's a big reason why you saw the big move on the Ravens to win the division last night. They're now as high as $6 to win the North. Their schedule's easy, and Cincinnati's got a, you know, tough coming up. Well, and also, Cincinnati is 0 3 in the division.
7: Yeah, huge. Let's examine this now. They get the bye. Okay, they're at Pittsburgh. They're much better than Pittsburgh, and that's a, you know, I mean, how they blew that game in week yeah. one, uh, come on. Uh, at Tennessee is no gimme. You can go either way. For sure. They get the Chiefs at home, the Browns at home, Watson's going to be back in that game. I would like the Bengals there. Uh-huh. Buccaneers at home, at Pats, Bills, Ravens to finish the season. I guess, the, look at that, though. The good news is, holy break, I, five of the last six are at home. No, no, that that's at Tampa. Is it? So that that's, that's wrong? A mistake. Okay. So four yeah. of the last six are at home, mm-hmm. and uh, as I just said, blowing teams yeah. out um, at home. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a break maybe New England catches because New England plays
5: Buffalo week 18. Does it mean anything to the Bills? I mean, do they do they sit people for a half? How do they treat that?
7: What do we what do we find out today about Josh Allen's yeah, um,
5: UCL? Yeah, and that's the other thing. Do you want to jump in on some future odds and to win that division? I, I took Miami 5-1. to I took the Jets 18-1 to yesterday. I guess 20. Is 20 still available, guys? I mean, that's if this guy, he's had the injury before and he missed four weeks. I, I don't know what to believe. He's still, oh, he hurt. We don't know what's going to happen. The last
7: pass was 70 yards. Yeah, it's the longest throw in six years. Well, what if he's hurt? Don't forget the Patriots get the Bills twice yet. That's a big break. Would they, would they maybe be alive to win that division? Yeah, sure, but you can't be surprised then if they also go 3-0 and without him. Case Keenum serviceable. Okay, so we're talking about this now. Quarterback for the Jets, Zach Wilson was asked if they're talking about the playoffs in the locker room. No, not at all. Not in that way. You know, not like uh, you know, kind of almost in the way that you're saying it, almost kind of feels like uh, you know, we didn't expect to be here, but hey, wow, we are. So let's see if if we can keep doing it, you know. But like for us, it's like we expected to be here. And what we, the mindset we've had up to this point was just taking it one game at a time. So let's do the exact same thing. Let's not, you know, put any expectations on ourselves, but let's just play good, clean, good, clean football and uh, taking care of the rock. And then each and every play, just one play at a time. And, you know, it'll take care of itself just there at the end. You know, like personally, I don't think anyone yesterday was going out there thinking about the score necessarily, or thinking I got to win this game or I got to do this. Everyone was just thinking I got to do my job. And it equates to end up winning the game when you play good football that way. Sal is doing a hell of a job. Yeah, he is. The turnaround uh, from the early struggles. Good job out of him. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN. The Sports Betting Network will recap our bets from last night and tell you what we're on today and this week in pocket plays coming up here on Follow the Money.
4: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
0: Hey Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented.
5: Has an algorithm to determine
1: the winner of any given college basketball game.
6: Someone gives you 10,000 to
3: 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I
7: can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. no nope. 5 to 1. no nope. 10 to 1. You're on. Right. Here we go. Time for our in pocket place. The primetime props have been really, really good on this show throughout the year. No good last night, however. And uh, no good for me personally over the weekend with props. Worst weekend of the year betting player props, which stings. Kamara last night over 38 and a half receiving yards. I, I, I do, could not get the game plan last night. I don't know what I was bizarre. talking with the Saints. Yeah. That was so, st- I don't, I mean, he's been killing teams. Go to him. He's your best weapon. Dump the ball off to him a lot. Get him seven, eight, ten targets. 38 and a half should have been absolutely doable against one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, defending running backs through the air. What was that that I watched last night?
5: Two things. They look good. Acquisition of Smith. Big. That helped, yeah. Wait till they get healthy and get everyone back. Well, some guys. I, I was, guys are out for the year. Uh, the other thing, is that it for Dalton now. Go back to Winston. I think you, this, he's I, so hit and miss. Yeah. The three, but also with
7: the prime t- Sorry. Oh, sir. Yeah. The prime time games for him. Thirteen in a row.
5: Thirteen in a row. I think he has the worst prime time record ever. Him and Kerry Collins. They're three and six. Five of their next seven are on the road. Mm.
7: All right, so here's yeah. what I'm on uh, this week. In college football, I'm taking uh, North Carolina plus three and a half against Wake Forest. I don't think the Demon Deacons are a very good football team. Hartman, good story, but uh, more than a, and Actually, you can find a four this morning now, so give me the Tar Heels plus the points. And uh, Fresno State, now this mo- number's back on the move. You can still find nine and a half, which to me is absolutely playable, but there are tens out there right now. Give me Fresno State, totally different team with uh, Hernerback at quarterback. Games out here, right? Totally yeah. different. Yeah, okay. Against UNLV, I'll lay the nine with uh, Fresno here against UNLV.
5: There are great odds, and some of these conferences are still wide open with the futures. Uh-huh. A lot of candidates to win several conferences. Got this last week, the game in Germany, Tampa, Seattle under 46 and a half. Wisconsin lane one against Iowa. Bet that early. That's now pick. And November 19th, a couple weeks ago, Oregon was four against Utah. And last check, that was six. Sure, it's ticked up as well. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern. BetRivers.com. Yeah, I like to play the what if game. And we did this all last year about what if the 49ers went with Mack and not Lance at quarterback and the future of the organization. What if the Jets took Fields? How fun would that team be?
0: Woo! Number he's two overall.
5: Doing? Yes. Not Wilson if they went Fields. with the way he's playing, and how they want to run the ball anyways, and he goes for almost 200
7: yards rushing? Yeah, I would like the way that would look. Be a, that would be yeah. uh He would own New York. Boy. Uh, yeah, what if the Niners took him?
5: That's another one, yeah. Because you, as you said during the break, he was the proven guy.
7: That's we didn't know about it, Lance. I mean, that so, was so bizarre. Yeah, and and what I said yesterday on the air was uh, the Niners took Lance, expecting to get out of him with the Bears and now getting onto Fields. But Fields had a better track record. And by the way, he played like in recent games. Because of the pandemic, like Lance didn't play any games. And he only played like yeah. in the one – he was unproven. And so – I don't know, that whole thing was just bizarre to me. I'll, I'll never, they need to make a 30-for-30 30 30 on that. Take us behind the scenes here. Why give up all those picks, and then why Trey Lance? Why was he the guy? How was Shanahan talked out of it?
5: Yep. Yep. I know. But It's always something, right? I love this league, the NFL. In the Allen news, which is my God, I, I hope nothing bad happens here. For the sake of Bills fans and an NFL fan, and I, I want to see the Bills in the Super Bowl. And I certainly want to watch him play. You know, as I have Kansas City fatigue, but I don't want and, and the other thing is this is wild because I had this very discussion with our buddy Fitz about a month ago because we were both in Survivor. And I said, I, I trust the Bills with Keenum against the Lions more than Dallas and Cousins against Belichick. And this might actually happen now. I could. Where the people who waited and saved the Bills, what if you get bad news here and a guy misses a couple weeks? Well, and you might have to go into Detroit with Case Keenum, which I'd, be, I'd still be fine with. As opposed to, you know, what happened last year. Dallas got beat at home on Thanksgiving by the Raiders. Yeah,
7: here's what the market is telling us this morning with uh, the Bills hosting the Vikings. That number's down to six at a bunch of spots. Six and a half, mostly. You think he misses? I think he misses. I don't know, even if they get good news today, I think he doesn't play. Uh, That's what they're kind of hinting at right now. Again, this was nine and a half on the opener. The look ahead was nine and a half. It opened nine and a half, dropped to seven and a half. And Mm -hmm. now it's kind of telling you, like, yeah, he's probably not going to go. Are you okay with Lane six with Keenum?
5: I would have to watch. I want to watch the first quarter, and do it. In, you want in, to get in,
7: involved in play? Yeah. I also need to know who's going to be back back on the Bills team this weekend. Sure, the defense and right. Yeah, yeah. And the Vikings back to back row. I mean, the Vikings were thoroughly outplayed by
5: Washington. That's it. Now, now another road game, another celebrating with the the cousins at the shirt yeah. off, and I, I mean it's seventeen seven late. Yep. Drive to start the game. And the other Maybe. news is, is what happened with Indianapolis. Sure. I mean, this has well, become a laughing stock. How everything, and I was way off on this. I liked them division, playoffs, win total. Every What a debacle. How about Jonathan, this tweet? Uh, we'll, we'll get to it in a second. But now you fire Reich. No surprise. I saw it coming. I mean, this is how Ursa operates quarterback change. Okay. OC fired. All right. 120 yards, over 14 on third down. Reich gone. But you go Jeff Saturday, was zero coaching experience, NFL or college. And then the press conference was pure comedy and gold. You take a listen to what Ursay had to say.
6: We're the fourth winningest franchise in the league since 2000. All right, that means in the upper quartile of winners, we're in the top quartile of that upper quartile. That's rare air.
7: <laughs> That's rare air. Then he said he
5: compared Saturday... And thinks he could be another Arians and, and like, made the comparison of when I gave Arians the interim job. Mm -hmm. Look at his resume. Arians' resume was thick. What he had. And I think Pagano had cancer, too. He did. So that's okay. Come on, Jim. Jonathan, the top quartile of the top quartile is top two. He said fourth. That's top half of the top quartile.
7: couldn't even get that right. Okay, so the (laughs) Raiders are now, they're actually, they touched six and a half at a book out here in Las Vegas.
5: I mean, they don't have a guy who has any call plays. Did, did, did Ursay think about this? Or he just, like, it's, well, no big deal. We'll just throw someone no, out J- there. And J- I have, Jeff,
7: Jeff played in the league. He'll figure it out. He'll, right. He'll know. Because uh, he, he's not going to freak out and panic and go all analytical on us. It's did someone f- did someone actually say Matt Ryan should call plays? No, I don't.
6: Who That's what,
5: Matt Ryan's like, I didn't sign up for this. Put me in the game. Maybe maybe he watched Sunday and goes, I don't want to go in there with this offensive line. I can't move. I'm a statue. Sam can move. He got sacked nine times.
7: I'm surprised the NFL is allowing this to happen. Oh,
5: the whole, that That's the interesting, whole thing. too. Right.
7: Yeah, and to go with a guy like Jeff right. Saturday, I mean, you have, for what it's worth, there is something called the Rooney Rule, okay? And uh, Reggie Wayne's already on the team. He's a coach. Saturday has no experience. So that and also, like, is this really, you guys are really going to tank this hard in front of all of us? Oh, that, too. And you know how bad the situation is? So will the Raiders touch seven? Yeah. Yeah. I think it probably you will know, at that, some but, point. Yeah, the issues they well, have, but yeah. Um, now, how, how many points would you need personally to take the Colts before I don't the game? It. No, I don't want it.
5: Are you sure? I Again, against the Raiders. With, I don't want anything to do with the Colts.
7: It was pathetic Sunday. Pathetic. They're
5: averaging 14 points per game. Yeah. And now I throw this guy in. with Who knows who's calling the plays? And he has no experience.
7: Dare I argue the Raiders are equally pathetic.
5: No, they, well, they're up 17. That's the other thing. Did Lombardi say this on air or off air? This team beat the Chiefs. It's Colts' mess. (laughs) But the Raiders had him down 17 on the road. Coffee's for closers. No coffee in uh, Las Vegas.
7: Raiders can't close. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, the Bears are up to three-point favorites now Now against the Lions. That makes sense. Golf on the road. Golf on the road in cold weather? Yeah, there's a big drop in temperature. I think it starts today or tomorrow in the Midwest, and that game drops into the 30s. Uh, But it's also the Bears' defense been really bad lately. Also the Lions defense. No, I know. Yeah,
5: yeah. Boy, last what do they have? The last couple last three games they're averaging 31 a game the Bears.
7: Yeah. All they right. they look you you put you watch the Bears right now compared to what they look like in September. The it's Thursday a, night game. They scored 7 points against Washington. Totally different team. Yeah. I think they had worse examples than that throwing 9 10 11 times a game. Uh-huh. No, no it looked like a Mickey Mouse they had no clue what they were doing. And now it actually looks like they, um, there's some flow, and they get it, and they're pros out there now. So uh, the pro tip of the hour, and they're available for subscribers at vcin.com. Uh, let's see here. Depending on which side you like, be patient. and pounce on games that you like. Near key numbers. Raiders 6.5 against Indy comes to mind. Thanks to Dustin for that. The pro tip of the hour. We do an every hour on vcin across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. And they're available for recent Pro subscribers only at VCN.com where you can sort them by sport and by show. And we saw it again last week, Paulie, as we pointed out in the show yesterday. Uh how many t- it's one week, but how many times it landed on key numbers? Like the three. My God. In a bunch of those games from yeah. uh, week nine. The Minnesota game. Three, three and a half, back to three, up to three and a half, down to three, false three. Yep. Incredible. The Chargers Falcons game. Yep. Total coin flip there. A the bunch du- of those games. A double fumble. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us today. Back tomorrow, going to be another loaded show. We'll uh, recap what takes place tonight in the committee rankings. I'm sure there will be no shenanigans with updated playoff odds then. Enjoy your bets tonight. Good luck. We'll see you.
1: Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you.
8: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Get more from Beeson. Sign up. Get more from
4: Beeson. Sign up. Get more from Beeson. Sign up. Get more from Beeson. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.